This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey, everybody. This is Adam, host of the podcast you're about to listen to. Just wanted to say a few things to the Patreon subscribers quick before we get started. That's why you're hearing an ad, because this is for Patreon subscribers or anyone who might want to be a Patreon subscriber. Patreon.com slash unpops. $5 a month. You get a whole bunch of stuff. But this isn't for $5 subscribers. Right now, we're talking to the $15 subscribers. $15 and up. If you subscribe at the $15 level, you know one of the perks you get is a birthday card filled out and signed by me sent to you on your very special day or months and months after your very special day if you signed up for the birthday card level a long time ago. Either way, birthday cards have been designed by the lovely and talented Randall Maynard. They've been ordered and they'll be going out in the mail starting this month. So if you're subscribed at that level and you want a glorious picture of Warhorse bursting out of a birthday cake sent to your IRL inbox, you got to send us your birth date and your address. I'm sorry. We won't share it with anyone but the government. Send that to birthday at unpops.com. Include your Patreon username so we can verify that you ain't trying to scam us. And we'll send you a special message on your birthday. Also, I will remember to start doing this on the actual podcast at the beginning at some point. But if you subscribe at the $50 level like a crazy person, I will say your name at the beginning of every podcast, including this month, Ann Bankson and Kai Zolborski. I bet I nailed both of those last names. I did. I've met them both in person. So if anyone wants to make the beginning of a future episode very adventurous, but also very lucrative for me, hey, Everyone go sign up at the $50 level for one month. It'll break my spirit and make my year financially. Also, if you subscribe at the $25 level, I mention your name at the end of each podcast. Maybe I remembered to do that on this episode, or maybe I just did it and dropped it in and made it seem like I remembered to do it. I guess you'll have to listen to the end of the episode to find out. Anyway, this is going on a long damn time. Also, don't forget to come to our show at the Hollywood Hotel, March 30th. That's a Saturday, 9 p.m. It's free. Unpop stand-up show featuring Greg Edwards, Sean White, Caitlin Cut, Hugh Moore, Joe Kay, Kevin Anderson, Laura Crawford, me, Adam Todd Brown, and Quincy Johnson II. It'll be a damn good time. We're going to record it this month and upload it to the Patreon for $20 subscribers because, as it turns out, the Wi-Fi in the basement of a haunted hotel is trash, and it makes live streaming it very difficult. But we will get a video version of that show for Patreon subscribers to watch. Don't you worry. All right, that's enough. Let's get to the podcast. Thanks, I love you, goodbye, and hello. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't really do any of that shit. I just do a whole bunch of shows. 
joining me today. He's my co-host on a podcast called What in the World, which you should definitely check out on the Unpops Network sometime. He's also a fantastic comic who co-produces a stand-up show with me at the Hollywood Hotel that you should come to on March 30th. Ladies and gentlemen, Quincy Johnson II. Also joining me, he hosts a show on the network from time to time called OK Work. He's also a fantastic comic who runs a show on Thursday nights at a bar called The Good Night in Los Angeles. Go to that sometime. And you've heard him as a guest on a bunch of shows on the network a bunch. I said a bunch, a bunch of times there. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe K. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Motherfucking Whoa. Opinion. Whoa, that, hey you came in hot, bro. Right? That was. I that fucking was, mean it. Like you turned it up a notch as soon as the as soon as the timer started. It was like a, a whole new thing. It was a very. It, very I did, I turn it on nice. when I hit the timer. Nice. Everything oh, changes. I'm, I'm very taking, sullen. Taking notes. I'm like a Jim Carrey, Kurt Cobain type in I the like corner. It. I like it. Crying, shooting heroin before the podcast starts. <laughs> then you hit that timer and I spring into action, baby. Hey, not crack. Well, if it's all I have available. Okay. What if there's crack but, in the heroin? Like it's fusion. Ooh, Ooh like a little heroin like crack fusion. Yeah, like Tex-Mex. Oh, there was this great, when I lived in San Francisco, there was this fusion restaurant. <laughs> I, was like, I thought you were going to say when you lived in San Francisco, there was this great crack place that you went, crack house you went to. It was like a Mexican-American fusion type place. There was a KFC on one side and then a Taco Bell on the other. Oh, that's that fusion. That shit was great. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's the future. So I don't have any co-hosts today, just guests. That's fine. I can... I don't. We don't need them. We don't need them. Nah. We don't need them. I can do this. Who needs wow. them as Who well as anyone them? else? Wow, that was really good. You know what else I can do, Quincy? What's that? What? Hit it, Brett. You know the hardest part of the show for me. Oh, I didn't even get a chance to answer. It's the first few minutes. Yeah, that's how this bit works. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. When all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week, and that's why we call this segment this week and me, Joe K, do you have a shotgun shell on the table? What is that? It's a lighter. Oh, okay, good. Anyway, it's about to get really intense. Wait, why do you have a lighter if you have a vape pen? It's just in my pocket. Oh, okay. Mm. I do smoke cigarettes, Quincy. This isn't about I'm you right cool. now, Joe. This is about Adam. Yeah, it's yeah, this it's week and me. Since stop talking out, to me. Brett. Thank you, Brett. Off camera oh, right Brett, now. Hey, Thank you Brett. so much, Brett. Didn't even know Brett. Brett was here. Hey. Hey. Guys, Brett's literally right here off camera. You can't see him, but wow, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's right there. Hey, man. There's Brett. I'm right here. <laughs> Did you hear him? <laughs> hear him? He's there. Yeah, that Dude, was I, Brett. I, I didn't even see your lips move. I know. Well, they didn't. Why would they have moved? That was Brett. Yeah. Hey, that's Quincy Johnson the second. Hi, guys. I don't know. Oh, I'm waving at the camera, even though we're recording this. So if you're listening to it and wonder why I waved, it's because I'm. Well, afraid. they wouldn't have known until you just said that just Never now. Never mind. I, I, let's, okay, let's take it back. Take from it back the top, from the top. From the top. Hit it, Brett. <laughs> Quincy is my co-host on What in the World. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? How's everybody doing? How are you? Hey, how are you? How Where are we you? talk about international news and politics and things of the like. And how soccery it's getting out here. It's getting very soccery. That is our new urn- universal uh, slur for people from anywhere but the United States. <laughs> soccery. It's getting soccery Oh, my here. God. And actually, the U.S. is getting pretty soccery. You know what I mean? It is getting pretty soccery. We're actually doing an episode about soccer Next week, Gross. we're recording it after this. Great. So look forward to that. Also, Joe K. Hi, I'm here. Joe K hosts the OK Work yeah, when, podcast. Whenever that comes back. Whenever that comes whenever, back. Whenever we bring it back. But I'm also frequent 
frequent love child of the unpopular opinion. Love frequent child. love child. Mm. A, a host on this network gives birth to Joe I'm cares. I'm, I'm at least on many once a of week. the shows. Many of the shows. You may you may have heard me screaming in the background of a bleak and review. That's where you might hear me. I'm frequently getting drunk right off mic. There you go. That's what or list cast. You've been or on list cast a bunch. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had my ringer on. How unprofesh. I do think I'm most the, I mean? the show I frequent the Short most. Short front professional. Oh, okay. Saves me time when I talk. Oh, oh wow. I love that. I'm going to put that in my pocket and use it. Yeah. Um, no, I do think the most frequent show that I've been on on the network at this point is, is Bleak and Review. I've been on there like six or seven times. Well, Kevin likes you. The most. Must be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Must be nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Adam must be nice to be on Bleak and Review six or seven times. Yeah. Right? What's that like? Wow. I wow. wonder. Okay. I Wait, wonder what show off, buddy. Just Good thing Kevin's with... not anywhere around yeah. to hear us being really angry about not being on Bleak and Review enough. I tell you, if I said it once, I said it a thousand times. You can't trust an Anderson. That, Straight up. Yeah. A- Amen. Amen. Amenderson. There we go. There it is. I like it. So, what are we talking about today? America. We're talking about the PC police. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh. Are they coming for us? Did they finally hear what I feel I said? like they're not coming for me. Okay. No. But they are also coming for me. It depends on your definition of the PC police, because I think that's a term that gets associated with the left most frequently, because mm, we can't say the N-word on stage anymore. Thanks, Quincy. I, I mean, sorry, guys. I had to do something. So sensitive. I had to do something. He had to it. lay the hammer down at some point. So sensitive. I know I know. you had 30 minutes of bits with just using the N-word gratuitously, and you had to throw all that material Here's out. Here's the thing. I apologize. It was just the N-word. <laughs> it was oh, a no. performance art piece. <laughs> I say it as many times as I can before getting punched. I wonder if someone has the Guinness World Record for saying the N-word the most times in under a minute. Or in, in an urban area. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Who the can... most N-words in a Popeye's chicken in under five minutes goes to. But There's we're... someone with that award. I know they have it. I'm going to find them. If, Sorry. If you ask me, the side that's really cracking down on free speech these days. White women. Is white women, <laughs> for sure. But also the right. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. They don't oh, like to yeah. be talked as much as they call other people snowflakes. They do not like to be judged or talked about or ridiculed in any way, shape, or form. What What I think is about like on that is that like yeah, a lot of people on the left are super sensitive and whatever. Do I sometimes read what fucking right wing idiots post and does it offend me? Yeah. Do I get so affected that I need to comment on it? No. I just right. move on, and I think that's like what a lot of whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, like, slow down. You read it, and then you don't react to it. What type of medicine? What I like, actually, like Zen medicine are you taking? What I bro? do like to do is I type out the comment and then just delete it. I don't so, uh, like sure. I type I out I something I that I want to say, I and I just erase it. I'm like, you know what? This isn't worth my because yeah. then it's going to become. My whole day. No, no. I hear you speaking English, but I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah. You don't, you don't just want to blindly comment and get into arguments with people you don't know whatsoever? No. I'll, and I barely want to do it with people I do you're know. Not, you're not living your best life, man. Yeah. That's just silly. There is Jeff. nothing like engaging with an idiot from Alabama for 45 uh, minutes on Twitter because I got free time. Yeah. I am with Joe, though. I don't. I, I can't fuck with it anymore. Like arguing with people, I will. Mute. And I mostly know it's because I'm too stupid to actually pull any like 
salient points. Oh, like they, they, you know what I mean? See, I know just people like, are too stupid to argue have, with me. Well, <laughs> it, it's that thing it's of like, other. I don't want to waste my breath telling somebody that your news source is not like, yeah, you pulled statistics from a white supremacy website. Like, what are you telling? What do you mean? The National Research Interest Group is re- It sounds official. Yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it's, it? It's it's about national interests, so therefore it's got to be accurate, right? Right. Sure. And sure. I just made that name up, but it sounds fucking official. So it's like, yeah, that's where I got my source from. But in yeah. that way, of like, all I'm gonna have to say is just like, uh, like ad hominem talking points, and just you know, be like, you're a fucking idiot. Like I just, I have nothing to contribute to the conversation. Well, Somebody <laughs> more educated than me is gonna come in, swoop in, and and try their yeah. goddamn best. Yeah. Yeah, one of the stories that made me want to talk about this on Unpops this week, we talked about it a little bit on the Daily Podcast last week or two weeks ago, but it was a ruling in Washington State where this judge blocked Washington State's cyberstalking law, which is one of the oldest cyberstalking laws in the nation. And it's the kind of thing where you see that headline – and your first instinct is to be like, what? Of course like, it will. It's a, it's a cyber stalking law. It's, right. It's menacing. It's terrible. It's poor little children are being scared online. Yeah. And I, I think you, you, the mind automatically goes to like some incel doxing a woman who rejected oh, his 100%, advances. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. But that's not what was going on here. This was actually a pretty decent ruling. I would argue. Basically, what happened is this judge, the argument he made is that this cyberstalking law defined the term harassment so broadly that it prohibited things that the Constitution allows, Mm. like criticism of politicians or public figures. Or to quote the judge, it bans a large range of non-obscene, non-threatening speech. As a result, even public criticisms of public figures and public officials could be subject to criminal po- prosecution and punishment. And that's not what you want. Yeah, no, that's bad. That's very bad. Like, we have a constitutional right to say fuck Trump Yeah, on the internet. Mm-hmm. And also a constitutional right to do it. Shout out to Stormy Daniels. Because right. she broke the White House. <sighs> I'll take that. I'll take that. That's uh, what that deserved. And what I do here. Like I said, their cyber-stalking law was one of the first in the country, makes it a crime punishable by up to a year in jail to send electronic communications with the intent to harass, intimidate, torment, or embarrass any other person. Oh, so that would have made Xbox Live illegal. It would make so many things yeah. illegal. Like, yeah, you can't, yeah, yeah. I can't play uh, whatever kids are playing online. I, Fort, I, Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah, yeah, I can't, whatever. The, I think I that's what the kids are doing. I still play Team Fortress 2, but if I use that reference, it seems like I'm old now. So. You see, I'm still stuck in big gay Overwatch because <laughs> I'm a big gay person that plays the gay game that makes all players that play it gay. Is that what happens look to people how, who play Overwatch? No, because because they face. have had mold. I just love it because fucking gamer fuckboys get so butthurt because they've now had like multiple characters on like they've revealed many of their characters to be LGBT. Mm-hmm. And it's like, 
oh, like a big bad ex soldier is like, oh no, is like totally in love with another man. Like totally kissing on dudes. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was, nice. oh no, what am I gonna do? Because like they fully, firmly believe like if you play as Soldier Seventy Six, it's gonna make you a big old faggot. That's well, what are they gonna do? You can't what are they use gonna that do? word they're on television. Take, they're gonna take Joe that. can. I can. I'm very much allowed to. Yeah. That is my word. I, I can say I, cracker. I have to check. Whoa, whoa! I got to check with the PC police because now you're just it's getting it's getting a little hot in here. It's, it's getting point. a little hot in here. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh oh. Let's just try to keep it PC and make sure no one gets offended, please. Thank you. That's a good point. Yeah. I'm sorry if I said please. If I, if that was too forceful, I don't mean to put you. <laughs> I didn't mean to put you in a place Thank where you. you felt you had to oblige me because Thank I was you. being polite. I do appreciate that. Sure. <laughs> and yeah, if you just run through again how. <laughs> broadly this law is written like especially the embarrass any other person it doesn't specify public figures so if you're the first person to get that picture of trump's hair blowing the opposite direction he wants it to blow Mm -hmm. revealing his bald head while he's getting on a plane never happened and you're the first person to tweet that picture you uh, in theory under a law like this could be prosecuted also but Ah. also if you just post a picture of trump and he kind of looks fat you're embarrassing him so therefore you can't post any picture of the president unless it's been touched up by photoshop right and this wasn't even you know even with it getting kicked out it still wasn't a case of like a man on woman kind of thing Mm -hmm. that we normally associate this with it was a guy who was criticizing someone who set up a Memorial for Japanese people who were interned during World War II. And granted, he was probably a bit of a crazy person about it, but he was criticizing them for not speaking out about the U.S. detaining people long term during the War on Terror. Mm. And he was, I imagine, going way overboard in his Facebook posts about it. But still, you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to have an opinion. And some people, some, some people shouldn't be allowed. Oh, to no. I, yeah. I mean, be, that's, the mouth they're breathers entitled gotta go. to they gotta it. Go. They, they gotta can go. have it. It doesn't right. mean that they're doesn't right, mean it's a good one. You can have an opinion. Sure. Sure. I have bad opinions. And shame on you. This will this will come up a couple more times, I think, throughout the notes. But I think people a lot of times confuse government censorship with people getting mad at you for saying something. Mm. Like, it's not censorship if someone finds out you're a Nazi and they fire you from your job right. over it. That's just how the world works. People are entitled to not uh, want to have Nazis According to around. the president, there were good people on both sides. So, therefore, you have to be willing to give them a chance, correct? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that becomes really important near the end of this. But one of the things that – but that comes up a lot is people confuse free speech mm-hmm. – with the right to not be criticized, I guess, mm. or for there to not be ramifications. The only for person the allowed to say. criticize you is your mom. Well, what's ironic about it is if the government were to come in and rule that, uh, example, one of the things that we're going to talk about later, free speech on college campuses, mm. at that point, the government is dictating free speech. Like they are determining what people can and can't say because you don't want the government to be able to say it's mm. confusing. It's very confusing, hmm. but this uh, this law was, like I said, shot down. 
Which is a good thing. That's the only probably good thing. It's more problematic that they call it the cyber stalking law as opposed to explaining what it is. Yeah. It's like that. It's like, you know, the what we were saying earlier with like the what is it? The national research. The national uh, the national interest research. Yeah. 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 It's like things like that where it's like it's selling you a false bill of goods. Mm -hmm. It's like that the, the family first thing where it's just like you don't give a flying fuck about families you just hate gay people like Mm -hmm. right yeah and the thing is it's it's cool that that law got shot down Mm -hmm. but that's not in any way indicative of the direction the country or even the world in general is going when it comes to free speech and being able to protest and say the things you want to say about public figures especially elected officials and whether all the comics who have comedy albums called triggered want to admit it or not, most of that crackdown on free speech is coming from the right. Yeah. 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 Like, they're just confused about what it means. Yeah. Well, this is what I've learned is that the right wants to be able to say terrible things freely. And when you say, no, you can't say terrible things, they go the step further and say, well, then you can't say anything that hurts feelings. Because if right. my terrible things hurt feelings, but you say something judgmental that hurts feelings, mm. the essence is it hurt feelings. So therefore, they're both as bad as one is as bad as the other. Right. Yeah, that's that's the problem is because when you use the phrase thing like both sides, you give equal weight mm-hmm. to all things and it's like, no, some things are worse, some some things are yeah. better. You can't see you say that, but we sat here and watched uh the Republicans try to elect a child a, a, a basically a, a pedophile to mm-hmm. office and when we were like you can't do that, the minute we had that goofy dude in Virginia come out in blackface they were like, See, this is just as bad because we're telling you to get rid of him and you won't. So you're this is justifying why we were able to support Roy Moore. Like that's the yeah, that's their thinking. I do feel like a lot of Democrats did yeah want that guy removed. Yeah, so. I I agree with that. Yeah. yeah, but see the thing is is that some people didn't because yeah. they were oh you you it's unearthing in the past and we need to look at the good he's done now as opposed to the what he did in the past and that's what they're. Looking, that's how they try to make the comparison of our guy was a pedophile, your guy was in blackface. Same thing. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, okay. Well, one they're not really the same thing. One, I was going to say <laughs> one, one doesn't, thing. like, fully traumatize a child and give them repressed memories that won't come up for another yeah. 25 years in therapy. If I decided to wear blackface. One is a fucking idiot racist yeah. that, yeah. like, but they didn't touch a child. Like, they may have offended people. You know, well, but, but they see, didn't now watch, ruin a life. Watch, right. how, watch how I Southern Baptist you. Yeah. How old is a child, though? Mm. Joe? The, because the state, the, 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 the age of consent <laughs> in Alabama is only 16, and she was 15 at the time. I mean, so. and she was 15, so even, even so, so was, by Alabama but, standards, but Alabama, she wasn't. She was, by Alabama she standards, she was a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you want to ask my my real opinion on how old is a child, I look at twenty year olds and I'm like, these are children. Yeah, you guys yeah. are stupid. Why are you They're in the bar? Children. Get away from children. Me. Yeah. 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 The one of the other stories. And that, wait, I just want to say I don't mean that condescendingly. I if you know. Yeah. I don't want. Right. To, I, I right. don't mean that. I still sometimes look at myself. I'm like, I'm 28 years old, and I'm like, I feel like a fucking child. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not. A, it's. I'm, I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> that I'm like, I'm not. <laughs> 
Believe me, I'm not going to crack down on Sorry, anybody. Sorry, 20-year-olds. I'm not here to do if that. If you're a 20-year-old and you didn't like this, at Joe K on Twitter, guys. At, at Joe. Oh, yeah, because that's not me. Charles. So, at Joe. Damn it, okay. Adam. Damn it, Adam. I have one, one of the side effects of having to promote all these podcasts is I have Remembering. everyone's Twitter handle memorized. memorized. Nice. I, I, before we recorded, I was shouting angrily at Quincy about how Travis changed his <laughs> from Mr. Travis Clark, which is great. Yeah, yeah, that's great. To track rivals. What? I know. That's his name now. Why? I, we don't know. I don't know. know. There's been no explanation. I'm going to go out and claim Mr. That's Travis what? Clark. <laughs> no, but like, see, changing your name like that is what just like changing your name is for on Twitter. You don't have to change your handle. Exactly. Like mine right now is Joe Beef Pocket K. <laughs> like hmm. Beef Pocket. Beef Pocket. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to change my handle to at beef pocket. Like, I mean, you should though. I mean, yeah, I, that would be real fun. Like, I'm sure it's taken. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that's taken. I think it's beef, taken. Beef I'm honestly taken too right scared to look. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Google beef pocket. No, Come on. I'm good. So that's actually a decent segue into what I want to talk about next, which is this. Cra- beef pockets, I mean, beef. are oh, okay. the good segue. That's what they eat over is there. Is that just like again, like like um, one of those like Caribbean meat patties? I don't think you so. Ever have one of those? No, I'm saying like a beef pocket is basically that. Like you mean like an empanada? No, uh, uh, really, a like, beef pocket can be whatever you want it to be. More specific, I, I know specifically, yeah. at least in the, I don't know if, if this. You believe? I pointed it, at the camera that time. You would order the Jamaican beef patties, and like it was like in like this kind, yeah, <laughs> kind of like an empanada, yeah, but it's all empanadas with different right? spices. Everything it is sure. more, yeah, more Caribbean than anything else. Like the flavors in there, sure. super good. In case anyone was confused, get them yeah. from carts in As New to York what a beef City. Pocket was find them. Everything's an empanada. That's the name of my new album coming out soon. That's great, yeah. but. Talking about Twitter, that does lead in pretty well to the second story I want to talk about, which it seems like this doesn't impact us that much, but it will. Oh, no. This impacts us right here at home. Yeah. Right here at home. This is out of England. The royal family is cracking down on online abuse. As they should. Of Meghan Markle. Thank you. And Kate Wrinkleton, they've started calling her. <laughs> Come on, that's mean. That is mean. I think it's, she's I, still very pretty. I appreciate, yeah. I appreciate the fact that they are going she's after no Meghan Markle. The duchesses at the same time. Yeah, well, that's kind of the problem. Is they both have big fan bases. No idea what the divide in that fan base could be about. Uh, it's obviously Ben and Jerry's versus Hagen Dazs. Duh. Probably one has a favorite ice cream. The other has a favorite ice cream. Which one do we pick? That's probably all it is. People are going to war for stuff like that. I heard. And I've heard. (laughs) They've been getting really mean about. They've they've been making fun of Meghan Markle for being pregnant, like a mm. fucking idiot. Oh yeah, they, they, they're saying she's faking the pregnancy. They're doing all kinds of forensic photos to say, oh, right. the baby bump is moving from side to side. Hate journalism is like so. Oh no, this is but just trolls. This, this is, is just, just people, people online. Oh okay, yeah, this has nothing to do with. Oh them. okay, I was like like thinking like Daily Mail. I was like disgusting. Well, That's we got, I mean, awful. we got we got uh, the National Enquirer out here. We've got fucking- right. I I know. I know. And a, a, a rag is a rag for a reason. I just don't it see National Enquirer being like shared at the capacity of like a dailymail.uk. Oh, it's on the fr- it's on the uh the the front rack in every grocery store in America. Yeah. Okay. Right, but what I'm saying is that it's not doesn't the online presence of it is not as like big as well, every every rag story I see online, it usually will come from dailymail.co.uk. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Like well, it I is mean, we, trash. It's all about getting your foot in the door first when it comes to the internet. But I mean, the Daily Mail, the the way the internet 
uh, looks at the Daily Mail. Regular people who don't deal with electronics yeah, are yeah. still looking at the National Enquirer. There was a werewolf baby born in Maryland, and then they believe that shit. Well, there was. Minutes. He was hairy, hairy yeah. baby. What's what's your problem? Yeah, <laughs> stop <But> hating. <laughs> what's interesting about this law is, like Quincy said, they're going after just people using the internet. Okay. And I know it seems like it doesn't matter because it's the UK, but I would like to remind everyone that we and the UK are part of a group called the Five Eyes which is all the white countries, basically. Us, New Zealand, Australia, Canada, and the UK, okay. I, I believe. Uh, we all share intelligence with each other. Mm -hmm. And I was reading an article once where they were talking about Australia and how if you're going to make a big change in terms of people's rights, Australia is a good place to try it out first because they don't have a bill of rights. Oh, they're like a test kitchen. Right. Okay, okay. So... Don't discount that something like this could make its way here first, and maybe they're just running it by people Figure, in the UK try it out. for right now. If it doesn't work, we'll get a new administration in there. You know, better luck next time. We get it. And, you know, you can't crack down on free speech without a really good intelligence apparatus okay. behind it. That's how that shit works. And so what they've done in England is Buckingham Palace, Clarence House, and Kensington Palace, Ooh. I know what one of those are, published a list of rules for interacting with the royal family online, going so far as to threaten to report abusive users to police. Ooh, that's not nice. And the list appears on the royal family's official website. The, the UK police, what are they going to do? They don't Yeah, what are they going to do, come shoot you? They're, they're going to shake their they're finger shake at their you. Finger, tell you, always stop that. Right. Uh... <laughs> Governor, yeah, always stop that governor, and then they'll put you in like in like a in like a finger trap or something. No, that you can't have tea. throw that fucking hat have, at you that they you, wear. Yeah, long Mayor yeah. McCheese type you're, hat. You're not allowed to have a crisp before two. Yeah, you know? no crisps, no crisps, no tea. Yeah, your happy hour starts at two p.m. instead yeah. of one. Your beer has to be cold. Yeah, your meat has to be cooked all the way through and seasoned. <laughs> no fags. Whoa, whoa. Hey, hey, hey. those hey are now. just cigarettes in England, hey, eh? Hey. Yeah, I'm talking here. That was that was an authentic <laughs> English you. accent, by the way. I like <laughs> Thank that. you. Yeah, You've that was practicing. my that was a good British accent. Sounded just like the Queen, you know? <laughs> so this law, it calls for anyone, and I highlighted this in red because it's especially scary. Ooh. Engaging with our social media channels shows courtesy, kindness, and respect. For all other members of our social media community. Just turn the comments off, bro. Well, that's the thing. They're not even saying if you come on our website and talk shit, you're going to be in trouble. They're just saying if you talk shit on Twitter, we might tell the police. Just turn the comments the police... off, fam. You just, if you want to post a picture because you feel in yourself and you can see the likes and the retweets, don't leave the comments on. And that way you'll never have to know how people feel about you. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't, like, I get it, but... That's that's kind of the opposite of the point. Like, this isn't users complaining about shit. This is the government. Yeah. Like, the government's not just going to turn comments off. The royal family's not the real government. I mean, not to us, but they're hey, pretty man, well... They got, can, if they can summon the police, they're the government. As we started this episode... All white people America are the government. <laughs> America first. If it's not happening in my country, I can't worry about it. Sorry, UK. You guys are stuck. Well, Marco Rubio also wants to criminalize the BDS movement. Cool. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a second. No, that, there's nothing wrong with 12 Shades of Grey. What are you talking about? That's BDS. I mean, it, M, a... which stands for Marco, weirdly enough. <laughs> That's so funny. 
Who knew? He wants to just get his M. He wants that Marco removed so he can have a full political career. He wants to be president. Right. You can't be president. If Marco Rubio's never going to be fucking president. BDS Marco. He'll be president of Venezuela someday, maybe. Uh, maybe tomorrow. But it, yeah, let's talk about Marco Rubio because the example before this about what's happening in the UK, it's alarming because in that case, they're talking about public figures mm -hmm. and government figures who you should be able to criticize online. But I mean, again, it's, it's one thing if you're saying if you're criticizing a government figure because they're doing a terrible job. These people are, that, are, that are in the UK are strictly going after the Meghan Merkel's appearance. Her they 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 like are being racist and putting baskets of bananas on her head that she's like they're showing she's balancing them while she's walking. And it's like, yeah, you can you can. Hey, you need to cut that shit out because there's no point for that. Like yeah. That's not a commentary of. This is a commentary that you should be allowed to have. This is just you being as negative as possible towards an individual for no reason whatsoever. But people are allowed to do that. Yeah, because then, like, where do you draw that line? Like, yeah. That's, that, that's the thing. Because then you have to pick and – like, do you pick and choose what celebrities you're, you're allowing people to do that to? Because then you could make that same argument about Trump. Yeah. Like, you could absolutely make the argument that people are mean about his appearance but and he's his never weight? done anything wrong. I just heard him yesterday say he didn't say Tim Apple. It's all fake news. Remember, he I, I, I listen to what they report on the news, and that's what I believe. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it is like it's what they're calling for could end up being like it, it already applies to public figures and government officials, mm -hmm. and that's what that's that first step toward you really not having free speech mm -hmm. because that's that's a. That's a basic right of any government is that the people should be able to criticize it in whatever way they choose. Hmm. And once you start taking that away, you're moving less and less. Well, no, I, I totally get that. But in the, in the same vein where you said you get that if you're the first person to get the picture of Trump's hair in the wind, if you just get a picture of his toupee blowing in the wind, that's not the same level as photoshopping fake hair onto him to make him look foolish. You know what I'm saying? Fun. I like that. We should do that. Like, because it's that thing that. of when, when yeah. they do it on, when they do it on like a Stephen Colbert or a Jimmy Kimmel, it's for a joke. But at some point in time, we have, for the first time, we have a president who actually watches television every goddamn day and is super sensitive. So for the first time, somebody's going, oh man, that's not nice when you do that to me. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, too bad if yeah. they don't like it. So sad, too bad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't marry into the royal family if you don't want to be yeah, just... criticized the way the royal family is. Yeah. Meghan Mark. That's short for Markle. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh oh, yeah. whoa, whoa. You just got this podcast shut down, bro. Yeah. yeah. The British are coming. That Shouts probably out to are. Paul Revere. What? Beastie Shout Boy. out to Paul Revere. We yes. don't do that enough on this podcast. Bad. He needs some love. And the Beastie Boys. Shout out, to, shout out to Paul Revere by the Beastie Boys. See, we just bring hey. you both together. Hey. That was a pretty good song. Yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about Marco Rubio kind of pushing for the same thing okay. in mm -hmm. this country. What he wants is to criminalize something called the BDS movement, which stands for Boycott, Divestment, and Sanctions. And it's an activist movement that opposes Israel's occupation of Palestinian territories in the West Bank and Gaza Strip. And sure, there are perfectly valid criticisms of that group, and that group also makes some perfectly fine points. It's a very complex issue. The thing is, you can't, like, this is Marco Rubio trying to legislate free speech. The same side, the right, that is always talking about 
how free speech is being restricted are the ones also pushing for it uh, to be restricted. Adam, free speech means you say what I want to hear. Didn't you get the memo? Yeah, exactly. That is, that is kind of the stance they seem to take. That's the only stance they take. Right. Especially Republicans. They really believe that when it comes to free speech, free speech means you never say anything I dislike. Right. So they're the type of people, in my experience, I'm not generalizing all of them, just the ones that I know, but they're the type of people where if there's an argument, you can't just disagree. You have to agree with me or we don't like each other anymore. You know what I'm saying? We just right. can't say, well, I have a stance. You have a stance. Well, let's go on about our goddamn days after this. That's not how they function. No. Yeah. What this feels like, it's I've, I've been saying for a long, long time about Trump that provided he stays in office long enough at some point, And I know it sounds crazy. Not supporting Trump is going to be the thing that people get called racist over. As opposed to supporting Trump now makes you racist. At some point, I know what they are pushing for is a complete fucking 180 where all of a sudden, if you don't support Trump, you're the racist. And I feel like this is part of that. Where, like with the Elon Omar thing, mm -hmm. where there's this now, – now Democrats are coming out too and passing these resolutions, uh, criticizing her for what she said. And it seems like there's this push starting – to make it seem like, oh, well, no, actually, Democrats are the ones well, you gotta who are spin, racist. You got to spin whatever you can spin. You got to wag the dog, baby. You don't just sit back and, and let the logical party win. Yeah, but I feel Never. like it's going to work is the problem. It doesn't have to work. It only has to be 50% effective. Well, yeah, that's what I mean by work. I mean, if they win the election, it worked. You're, you're trying to apply logic to illogical people. Like, these people don't make sense. Their thought processes... That's the problem. Trump makes sense to me. Like, I, I get what Trump... I under I know what Trump is up to. But see, that's the thing. I know what he's doing. You it, get what he's up to. There are people who see what Trump's doing and go, he's doing a good job. Well, yeah, of course. That's the case with any president, but that doesn't ruler. Make, but see, that doesn't make sense yeah, to me. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me either. See, but there are people who will look at what Trump's doing, what he says, how he can backtrack... Well, he lied about that. Well, it's fine. He admitted he lied or he, we saw he lied. Well, we all know he's lying, so it's okay. It's like no matter what, they're going to just go, it's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. And in, some, in a case like this, they're going to look at it and say, well, we want to – we don't want to. Uh, we we don't want Palestine and Israel to be this. We want we want to have the uh, the the Jewish home be here. And it's like that. None of this. None of it is number one our business. But number two, if we take the stance, that's the stance you're supposed to take. Because I heard it on TV. Right. This is this is it. It's it, it, it basically your what you want them to boycott. You you want them to to take away sanctions. What do you want? Is it you're, you're yeah? That's un-American. You're unpatriotic. We need to support. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's kind of the point of what Rubio's trying to do. He's tried this. This is the third time he's tried this. Two federal courts have struck down anti-BDS lawsuits previously. This is his third time trying. First, he pushed a bill in 2017 that would have made boycotting Israel a felony. That seems like a stretch. He got paid to do that. Some check, follow the money, people. Oh yeah, I'm sure. He probably got a, a windfall to try to push this through the courts. Fucking Christ. He tried again in 2018 with a bill that would give state and local governments the right to divest money and refuse to work with any companies that protest Israel. That bill also failed. So now he's pushing a basically his argument is if the Constitution protects an individual's right 
to boycott Israel, the state should have the right to boycott people oh, make it who a boycott state. Ooh, they love Israel. State, states' rights? Ooh, states' rights sound so good in political talks. Oh, that's going to be great. God, they really, really just jerk off to the eye for an eye concept, don't they? Like, they yeah. really just don't fucking get it. No, they get it. They get money. They get a pack of travel packages. No, I'm saying like the people who support the, I'm not saying him. Yeah, no. clearly mm-hmm. BB is putting <laughs> fucking money in his asshole like Yahoo. Um, but I'm saying like the people who will back him up with this, like a lot of sorry to say a lot of misguided American Jews who won't fucking right. who just can't let it the fuck go. Like they just can't any criticism of Israel is like anti-Semitism and it's right. like easy. Easy there. Easy there. Jew, don't really like what's going on in Israel. Yeah. I. We've all – yeah. I don't really we, – we can see differently on that, whatever. But like I th- – this, th- this fucking – this really – Yeah, I don't, I don't understand <laughs> the – drink of water. He got it. Okay. I don't right. stand okay. – I, I don't understand the argument where people say that, where any criticism of Israel is anti-Semitic. Well, does that mean if I criticize the government of China, I'm being – Racist towards Chinese people? No, you're not. Uh, or am I criticizing the government of China? Uh, either way, you're going to get killed in China. If you yeah, do. I'm never going to China. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm fine. Oh, um, Xi Jinping is coming after you if you say anything. If you, Oh, yeah. he's the, no, but, He banned, remember, he banned the image of Winnie the Pooh. I'm for that. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. No, that's fine. No, I love Winnie the Pooh. Uh, Wait, but like this this concept of like eye for an eye. Oh, well, if they want to protect us, we can protect them. What? Right, and then what? What? We'll, what we get to at the end of this episode is them not wanting that, them wanting to be the only ones who get to talk, and then you don't get to protest. So, do people on the right want it this way? Where okay, well, if you protest us, we get to protest you. Yeah, that's kind of yes. how it works. And if you protest us, you're not allowed to say anything that hurts our feelings. Right. So, it sounds like we got it figured out. I we mean, have come to an agreement. Can you protest without hurting my feelings? I mean, probably not. Okay, then. I'm so just, you can't protest. So I just have solved. a lot to get Problem off my solved. chest. Problem solved. Problem solved. Yeah. You can't protest me, then. Another way free speech is being cracked down on from the right would be the way immigration activists are being targeted by yeah. ICE right yeah. now. Wait a minute. You, wait, 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 wait. Are you trying to tell me that there are people out here who are actively supporting those giant caravans of migrants that are storming towards our southern border that our troops are protecting without it's a wall right now butterflies now what now we're getting butterflies all oh, over fucking california this is why we got to build They're that bringing net. their goddamn butterflies gotta across b- the border build that net we need, we need <laughs> build bu- that net i need 4.6 billion dollars for butterfly netting or it's going to mess up the crops in the south Exactly. Yeah. We're going to put a giant butterfly net over the whole country. It's going to be It's going to keep them all out. It'll keep all the butterflies where they belong over the oceans. <laughs> so many so many moths. He would say moths like that. Moths. <laughs> they got, see the wings on these moths? They're huge. <laughs> moths. Ugh, what a disgusting Queen's accent he has. Yeah, it's really fucking Ugh. gross. Like God, does your bottom lip weigh that much? <laughs> Lift it up. I will say this though: Did you? Did either of you watch the two-hour speech he gave? At I Steve could. Oh, the, here's so the thing: good. I did Quincy, a solo so podcast about good. it. Here's the thing, Quincy: I will gladly read transcripts. Mm-hmm. What I cannot do, and truly, it's done 
wonders for my mental health in the last <laughs> two, three years now. I've stopped watching videos and I've stopped listening to him because his voice legitimately fills me with blind rage. Wow. Like bl- like hearing him speak just oh, cuts man. right into my fucking soul. I was like, no, I will glad I will read the thing and be like, wow, what a crazy outrageous thing this motherfucker said. But if I hear the words, I'm like, I'm going to kill someone. I'm going <laughs> to ca- I don't know who. I'm going to someone myself. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just going to bash my head through a fucking wall cuz I can't. My brain can't take this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it is a nightmare time to be alive right now. I love it. Like I'm a white, I'm a straight white dude, so it's not whoa, quite whoa. as bad for no me. No way. What? You're a straight white dude? I know. What? Crazy, right? I bought age? a fucking glittery wrap for my jewel. You would never expect. <laughs> and you're but, collecting yeah. Mariah Carey vinyls. Listen, he's in. The, he's in. He's in the closet. Listen, like, like R. Kelly. Mariah Carey is a national treasure. Mm. And she deserves Thank you so it. much for saying that, Adam. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Mariah oh Carey. Oh, my God. Mariah, Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey just. Yeah, it's me. It's hi. Adam, so I want to thank you so much. All day, I just wanted to come in and wanted to say thank you so much for connecting all my albums. And I'd be happy to sign them all for you for a low, low fee of $7,000. That's a deal, Mariah. This lighting is very homophobic for me, Mariah <laughs> Carey. It's very. I don't like this. I don't like. I need a top light. <laughs> Did you see her Lifetime movie on uh, her Christmas movie on Lifetime? No. Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. She is in significantly better lighting than every other actor in that whole movie. She deserves it. It's like it. the whole movie is so poorly every, lit, except every time when Mariah, Carey Mariah Carey's close-ups, it's just like a, a whole <laughs> any of her mid, And I swear to God, any of her mids are just like, she looks flawless, glowing in this gorgeous light. Everybody else looks like frump, frump, magoo. Like, because she's an angel. That's why. Yeah. So let's talk about Trump. Oh, I gotta go. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Thank Bye, you, Mariah. Mariah. Thank Bye. you. We love you. Thank you. So let's <laughs> talk about Trump cracking down on immigration activists, or ICE specifically. One of the more high-profile cases, it's a guy named Ravi Ragbir, who is part of the New Sanctuary Coalition out of New York City. And he has been an outspoken opponent of Trump's immigration policies for a long time. He's also been reporting to routine meetings with ICE for years. He had a deportation order a long time ago, and he's been checking in ever since. And every time they've been like, it's fine. You can stay in the country. But once he started being really vocal and public in his criticism of Trump, the next time he had an ICE meeting, he shows up and they go, oh, yeah, we're going to deport you right now. Jesus and they Christ. took him to some remote detention facility in Florida. This guy's based in New York. And he actually took it to court because there was all this. Thank God. I was going to say, is he alive? Please tell me he's I alive. Know. Yeah. There was all this public outcry over it. And he ended up getting to take the case to court. And they gave him a temporary stay okay. of deportation while it goes the to system okay. works, appeals kids. court. The system works. For now. For now. For now, it For works. Now. And Even though it seems to be incredibly flawed and broken, sometimes it works. Yeah. That's what I always argue about O.J. Simpson is I'm sorry if you don't like the verdict, but the justice system worked in that case. There was not – they should not have convicted him. You don't put a, a cop on the stand. Yeah. You don't put a cop on the stand who pleads the fifth when they ask if you planted evidence oh, and then still convict yeah. someone. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sorry. Sorry, whites. Uh, <laughs> I'm white too. No way. I'm. I know. I confessed it for the second time. Oh shit! Podcast. You said straight white man. 
Did you think I said hype? Yeah. Straight hype, man? Yeah. Like Flavor Flav? I thought that's what, I was like, yeah, 911 is a joke. Quincy right? Johnson! <laughs> <laughs> Joe reaching for the soundboard yeah, this is with the grace and speed of a 90-year-old like man. Just like a, <laughs> like a starving <laughs> infant. Just, uh, what, uh, what, what's honestly great about this is that this has nothing to do with overall i guess racial tension or racial uh progression in this country mm. this is all bureaucracy because as long as the administration doesn't give a shit ice is just like hey you checked in you're doing what you got to do but the minute the rules change up top we got to do our job we still check right. i could i could be your quote unquote parole officer or whatever and have met with you for years at a time and have a personal relationship with you yeah but then either i get transferred or you get moved to a different department. I can't do nothing for you, fam. Well, the, it's not. It's not. I'm, I clocked in over here. I'm in. I'm in building three. Your appointments in building. And it's four. not just going to be people who work for ICE who are in that situation mm-hmm. because there are. Once the sanctuary city idea really gets going, where Trump wants to basically defund cities that yeah. act as sanctuary cities, one of the things you have to do is cooperate with ICE in finding people who are here illegally. Fuck that. And that means if you work at a school. And a kid comes to register, and you find out the parents are here illegally. You have to report them, or if there's a medical emergency, if you have to take your child to the hospital for because they're sick, and all of a sudden they say, "Well, we need to see your ID as the parents," and you don't have a green card or whatever, we have to call immigration. Yeah, and if you don't, you lose your job. So what happened to this guy is just one of dozens of examples Mm -hmm. of immigration activists being singled out by ICE. There was one case where a woman was at a protest, and I showed up, took her, and then just left. There's all these people protesting immigration who you would probably, presumably, if you're not there targeting one person, you would think, well, we should question everybody. Yeah. I mean, but like, but, but like, they just pulled up and fucking vanned her ass, but like, what was drove she, off. What was she wearing? Because like, that might have been like, she, was she wearing like an ICE arrest me shirt? Because that could have been like. I'll accept that challenge. You know what I mean? Yeah. The government ain't no punk. Yeah. I like how there's no way to type no ice without it looking like nice. Nice. Yeah. That nice. There's some bridge. I don't know where I drive, but I see it regularly and it has no ice on it and it just looks like Ah. nice. Ah. A bridge. Nice. 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 Get across the freeway. Nice. (laughs) Watch her falling rocks. Nice. So, speaking of the migrant caravan that's bringing all the drugs and guns and famine and AIDS and sports betting and fucking bootleg CDs into the country, Uh, fucking fake Jordans, uh, once again, terrorism. According to our commander in chief, they have supercars where they are kidnapping women, putting tape over their mouths, and outrunning the ICE agents whose cars just can't keep up. Kidnapping women and bringing them to the United States to rape them. To work Which, in massage admittedly, parlors for uh, Robert Kraft's Yankoffs. Admittedly. Yankoffs, Marinoffs. Good country to get away with rape, for sure, the United States. But I imagine it's even easier in Mexico. So I don't know if Trump's claims hold up there. But who wants to go to Mexico? What? Adam? Trump's claims don't hold up. I know. Crazy. And we Fake were just news. talking about migrant, the migrant caravan. Did everyone see this crazy story from NBC San Diego, of all places, about how the government has been tracking journalists 
and activists who are involved in the migrant caravan to the point that there is you can go out and look it's right on nbcsandiego.com and they have actual screenshots of this document and some of the faces are blurred out and there's even a key that red x over a face means they were arrested Mm. the visa canceled visa canceled is yellow interviewed they were interviewed. interviewed but this is what i love it's still a government so they, it's like a still a government uh, document. So they had to have a legend in there because nobody's going to remember what four separate colors mean. Right? Oh no, of course not. And does this green X mean kill him or what? It's pretty fun. It's creepy. Like there yeah, are, that's there's really terrifying journalists. There are photographers. There are all the. There's a lawyer on here, and they have a disposition at the end of each one, and a bunch of them just say pending encounter. Hey, we waiting to find you, fam. We know you yeah. out here. We following you online. We will run into you. If you post that Instagram selfie for the likes with the caravan, we coming for you, pal. Hashtag caravan, where you're easy to find. And, like, this is a crackdown on free speech. And Well, no. It's I a think crackdown it would be... on hurting the president's feelings. Well, yeah, but that's free speech. And I feel like this is overwhelmingly coming from the right. Oh, yeah, most definitely. This is definitely not a Democrat initiative. Yeah, come on now. So when we're, again, when we're talking about who's really cracking down on free speech, who's really saying what you can and can't say in public, it's the right. Well, you're going to have to define free speech to me because for some odd reason, you seem to think free speech can hurt feelings, and that's just not possible. You are really stuck on that, aren't you? No, I'm just just giving you shit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is a thing. I'm sure it's not just migrant caravan journalists. Almost. No, they keep eyes on everybody. This is just the document we've uncovered. I mean, this luckily, this administration is so shitty. There's enough leaks to where if this was like Barack, if Barack Obama's administration was doing all of this stuff, most of this would be scandals after the fact. Right. Because they at least kept a tight enough ship to where you weren't getting leaks and all kinds of sources all the time. Trump White House is just a fucking free for all. Well, yeah, because people are trying to save the country. They, well, I mean, save it. Yeah. yeah. Keep it around. Something like that. They're certainly trying their worst. Uh, college campuses are also cracking down on the right to protest. And this is another initiative mostly driven by Republicans and lobby groups on the right. But, you know, that thing where someone will show up to speak at a college campus and a bunch of college students will disagree with that person, so they show up and protest. A lot of governments just want one part of that to still be legal, which is the part where the, the students get to express themselves as members of American society. Wrong. No? The part where oh. the right wing fuckstick gets to come talk and no one on campus gets to say shit about it. Because that's free speech. Oh. That. Now that, telling the other side that they can't criticize you, that's how free speech works, my fellow patriots. Well, look, I'll tell you this much. You, as a, as a, a, a lefty, communist, socialist... Liberal media elite, You're sure. welcome to come to one of our right-wing organizations and speak and let us know how you feel. That's what they tell you. Yeah, people at Trump rallies are always really welcoming oh, yeah. to the media. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. They don't, they're not yeah. seen beating the Weird media. Weird how there's no, or... no suggested crackdown on that. Like, that's not... Yeah, assaulting journalists at events. Oh, we have fun. 
Aren't these Trump rallies so much fun? They're so much fun. He said and that. They're not even. They're not even fucking protesting. They're just there. Right. They're just there. Doing their job. Reporting the story. Right. Doing their job. Doing their fucking you, job. You've got a camera pointed at the president. You're fake. Go, go, right. You're yourselves. gonna. You're gonna edit this. And yeah. The University of Wisconsin, which this is really disappointing because the University of Wisconsin, I lived in Madison for a bunch of years. Go it's Badgers. a very liberal institution, or it was mm-hmm. for a long time. But they enacted a three strikes law where any student found to have disrupted the free expression of others is expelled after a third infraction. Arizona, Georgia, and North Carolina have imposed similar laws. Seven other states are considering them right now. And this is, if you go read up on it, This is a huge concerted effort by a bunch of different right-wing groups and Republican groups to try and change that narrative. Like I was saying, the Mm. narrative that the right are the ones who are the racists and the ones who want to take away all your rights. Mm. And meanwhile, they're trying to flip the the conversation and say, no, it's Democrats who want to do that. Democrats. Because, well, here's, here's the bullshit that they pull. When a right-wing idiot comes to a liberal university or liberal campus or just a campus in general to speak. Just say a campus where liberal people are attending. Well, even if it's – Because – Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, they'll they'll even come in from the city. But because it is a public university, they do, on paper, legally have the right to be there. So protesting someone's legal right to be there, that's what the right uses to spin to say they are – they are already – willing to go against the law so then they shouldn't be allowed to they're, they're trying to make it a legal issue but whenever they protest they make it a religious I- issue right you see what but, i'm saying but what uh what about i what about these campuses that are like private campuses where people are paying an exuberant amount of money even to, on even on a private campus are they private institutions and well, not well they don't they don't go to like you can't go to a private institution and speak but any public in any public university or college in this country, any person has the right to request to speak there. If you pay the money for the rental, you're but, allowed to go. Like, say, like, you know, Princeton University. That's like a private, like, Ivy League school, you know? Well, I'm just throwing this out as, as an example. Oh, you wouldn't be allowed to. And some, what? Because it's a private university. That's, well, that's what I'm, I'm saying is that, like, are, these, are we talking about public university or private university? Public. Okay. Yeah. No. That's how they, but see, that's well, how they get away with it. It's like when, uh, when Milo or one of these right wing doofuses went to the University of Texas at Austin to speak, there was a huge outcry to say, "Hey, this shouldn't be allowed." But their whole point is, it's it's basically a trap. They're doing it on purpose, right? Because the minute you step, uh, anyone steps up to say you shouldn't be allowed to do this, you're basically saying they they don't have the right for free speech. No, because in a lot of cases, like. There was there's another example of this. Trump has basically threatened to make this a federal thing. Mm. He wants to issue an executive order basically he saying He doesn't know what those are. saying that Jesus Christ does he ever. It's he all thought, he, he thought his ex, he thought he the executive order meant he got to order the hamburgers for the NCAA shit. He's he, ordered a lot of shit with executive orders <laughs> since he's been president. And during that same CPAC speech, I I put this in one of the solo podcasts also. He brought this fucking Hayden Williams kid up. Uh, who, yeah. Hayden Williams is this kid who is handing out like right wing organization flyers on the Berkeley campus and someone punched him in the face. And Trump was so offended, so shocked that someone were, would resort to that kind of violence because they disagreed with their views. 
that he let this motherfucker come on stage and speak, encouraged him to sue the university, the state, and the kid who punched him, and then said he's going to issue this executive order (laughs) where things like this will be illegal. Meanwhile, Heather Hare gets crushed to death with a fucking car at the Charlottesville rally, and we get, oh, there's good people on both sides. Well, uh, according to him, she shouldn't have been in the street protesting. They had roped off areas that they were supposed to be contained to, and if she would have been in that designated area. I mean, was Hayden Williams in a designated area for handing out right-wing leaflets? Public university. And yeah, the- you usually have to go in, like, get approved for things like that. Oh, yeah, you have to say, you can't just go onto a campus and hand out flyers. You still have to ask to set up a booth or whatever. And That's what's what I mean. crazy is Probably. all they, of they, this. They always follow the rules when it comes to that goofy shit. All of this is centering around the idea that Berkeley, in particular, clamps down on people's right to speak because of this incident in the Milo Yiannopoulos thing where mm-hmm. he tried to speak there and the protests were so intense. He had to cancel. Mm-hmm. And so all these people on the right are like, see? So wait, did he have to cancel or did the university say we... we? I think ju- he pulled out. Okay, so then there we go. No one did anything well, questionable. He was a piss baby regardless, who could handle the protests. Regardless of the Milo Yiannopoulos incident, Berkeley has let so many conservative yeah. people speak. We yeah. have to. Candace Owens has spoken there. Mm-hmm. The leader of the organization that Hayden Williams was handing out flyers for has spoken at Berkeley. All of these right-wing types that were like 14 or 15 in the past two years. That's what you do. You have, go into the heart of the beast and you say, like you but, have to go where where you but, are less where you're less likely to be supported. You go there and spread your evil. You right, do it but the purpose. point is they've been allowed to do it. Because you no can... one protested, no one told them no. Mm-hmm. But there's this one isolated incident where they're like, see. The liberals are cracking down on free speech. And no, they're takes, not. It only takes one incident. Remember, this is sensational. It, they, they're politicizing whatever they can. So it's not like they're going, this is the thing. It's it's not like saying, oh, this happens all the time. They would never say that. But the minute it does happen, they overhype it to get people their no, base No, but they do, say, they do say it happens all the time. Yeah, that's that's they, part they, of their overhyping. Is they are they're irrational Im- people. They, yeah. they are irrational. It's, it's And... It's like you can't you you absolutely cannot rationalize anything they say or do. They want a safe space. They want a fucking safe space. Right. Oh, no, don't call it a safe space. Now it seems like I'm a snowflake. No, they just want well, to. They, they just want they to, are. right? They are fucking they snowflakes. Are. <laughs> They're absolutely fucking snowflakes. Like there's no, like if you're whole. They're, they're all white and. They all exactly. are originally evil. I'm sorry. Yes. Delicate, white. You, Yakub. <laughs> oh man you got, I, the one thing i learned living in the south is you have to stop trying to make logical arguments to deal with illogical people right. star trek type shit you know what i'm saying like yeah a person who hates me strictly based on my skin color there's nothing i could do minus like dedicating months of my time rehabilitating this idiot to prove to him that i'm not what he's already perceived fair that's fair. So, like, <coughs> from your perspective, like that's that that's fair. You yeah. Don't... So, like when it comes to hey, freedom of speech and understanding, what you deem as freedom of speech, they deem as freedom to hurt feelings. You see what I'm saying? Like you say this is free speech, this is free speech. Well, in their mind, again, free speech means nobody's feelings gets hurt. 
But no, that's not what it means in their mind because like, it, they it, want the right to be able to hurt feelings. No, yeah. they, they don't think they're hurting feelings. Remember? Okay. When they put, okay. but they know. But they wait, know. Wait, but wait, they wait, know. Wait, wait, Look, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You say they know, but we just had the secretary of the fucking Homeland Security justify putting children in cages for two hours in a testimony because in their mind they're not doing anything wrong. No, but that's what they're saying publicly. They're not going to say, oh yeah, we put them in cages because they're all brown, obviously. Like, yeah, why wouldn't we? Like, they're not going to come out and say that, but we know what the but fuck also, they're doing. But you're trying to say, like, like the people like that, that want to say, like, uh, they, they do want to hurt feelings. You, you don't think that when someone on the right will, wants to just call you the N-word or call me the F-word or whatever, you don't mm. think they're trying to hurt our feelings? No, that's what they believe you are. See, they, like, But they know it hurts. They know it's going to offend and hurt, so they are, and they have a right to say it just as much as I have then the right to defend myself with right. that. People who make this argument always want two things. They want to be able to offend people, and they don't want to be offended. They don't want to be questioned about what they said. They find Like every comic who's like, fuck you, don't tell me what to say. Fuck you. Yeah. Motherfuckers get to tell you what to say. You're working as a public entertainer. Well, no, you, you, don't, you better make goddamn sure you make the public happy. You get to tell me what to say as long as it's not funny. Like, if you disagree with a joke, you can't tell but me. But see, what... now we're getting too fucking. Yeah, no, 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 it's, no. You know who I'm talking no, no, about. I totally understand. But this is the thing. Even in terms of that, that particular argument, because I have it with comics all the time. If you get on stage, your pr- primary job is to be funny. As a comedian. Yes. It's not about making a poignant point. It's not about making an interesting point. If you go up there and you say something, if it's thought-provoking as fuck, but nobody laughs, you are open to ridicule. Yeah, I mean, even if someone laughs, you're open to ridicule, yeah. if you ask me, because you don't know what the fuck's going on in that crowd. Yeah. It could be a Nazi telling jokes yeah, comedy, to Nazis. Comedy's totally subjective, but in that instance, it's like... When a comic goes up and says something, it's like, this is a really deep political point. Yeah, you're making a a deep political point, but in this instance, your job and your billing is to be funny, not interesting. You can be interesting, but you better be funny. That, I think, can go from comic to comic, case to case, you know? Yeah. Hey, I I just— Some people are clapter comics, like, and that's fine. There's a place for that. Right. There's a place for that. Fucking NPR liberals in fucking Wisconsin need somebody to go see on the weekend. You know what I mean? They they need somebody like uh God love her because I love her so much. Like a Margaret Cho, who I love. I love her with all my heart. One of my heroes right. of comedy. She does a lot of clapter. Mm-hmm. A lot of like a lot of her jokes will will. Th- there's moments in there where the audience like, yeah, we agree. Right. Hey, people are humans. Right. And it's like okay, all right. But yeah, I, but at least she's got punchlines on top of that. <laughs> like on top of the clapter, it's yeah. like I am laughing and clapping, going, "Yes, bitch, <laughs> you got right. it, you fucking nailed it." Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, I see, I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like there are definitely people that will just get up there and go on political tirades on both sides to kind <laughs> yeah. uh, of phrase Owen, from the what, other Owen side. His face. Yeah. Owen Benjamin. Yeah, he would. Yeah, he has a fucking right to say his dumb shit. But and the problem is, he wasn't funny with it, and that's where he lost the fucking. Even if he was funny, like you can still criticize a comic, even yeah. if their joke was funny. Yeah. That's crazy to ins- uh, to to imply that you can't because. And it, then he has a right to then disagree with the criticism, but that doesn't take away the right somebody's not, right to criticize. And but. it's not censorship. 
If yes. the government stepped in and said, yes, you can't make that joke. Or if the government steps in and says, you can't protest that speaker coming to your school mm-hmm. because we say you can't. That's censorship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But someone in the audience, even if the joke, here's the thing. I get like Tosh had that incident yeah. where it was just a woman talking in the crowd and he said something along the same lines. He was like, well, anything can be funny. And she said, rape is never funny. And he just off the cuff said, wouldn't it be funny if she got raped right now? Which I get what he was going for. Yeah. And I'm sure people laughed. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure a lot of people yeah, laughed. Yeah, because in his brain it went, okay, ultimate irony. Right. And I don't funny. doubt that immediately after he said it, he was probably like, uh, oh, damn, fuck. Shouldn't have said that. Yeah, oh, that boy, was a that was much. a bad move. Oh, boy, bad but move. That's but, life. Yeah. Like, McDonald's makes a shitty sandwich. We get to say it's a shitty sandwich. Yeah. yeah. And, and, that, and, and that's correct. But you see, in both of those instances, you were bringing up situations where someone has either paid or is in the in a, in a service type. If McDonald's makes you a bad sandwich, the only reason you get to complain is because McDonald's, you're paying for McDonald's. If you make a bad sandwich, you can't go to the grocery store tomorrow and complain that you made a bad sandwich in your house. You see what I'm saying? You can't do that. So... Wait, so I mean, like, what are you like in the I don't understand though, like, I don't get how that that to everything else in the instance where someone is a paying customer, an audience member, us, whatever, when they are paying for most places and most things, because like, if you're consuming television, chances are you're 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 paying some sort of cable package or subscription service, most definitely, package of content. But if someone puts someone, if someone puts a TV show on that has like a political stance, i.e. a Roseanne or a Tim Allen um, last man standing that is a right wing, more pushing is, the right wing agenda show, you can be upset about it, but you also don't have to watch it. That's yeah, my no, okay, thing. It's right. Like, no one's upset about a right wing leaning show. What they're upset about is the creators of said show being fucking racist. I, I totally I totally understand that, but this is my that what what I'm hearkening back to was like with Milo speaking on campuses. The fact that he's speaking on campus, you don't have to go. I'm not saying no. he should he he should speak there, but if he does because he's got the right to do it, but you don't have fucking, don't the, listen to it. But shit. you have the right to protest it. If if yeah. if fucking if right wing Christian motherfuckers want to say that it's their right to stand outside of Planned Parenthood and harass women, I don't think they should be allowed to do that either. It sucks, but it is technically their right to protest. It, it is. fucking sucks, but you got to... Westboro if, Baptist Church? If they're allowed to do that shit, which, you know what? Uh, and I'll t- it's the... I will take that. If we are allowed to protest, I will take your protest, too. They are shitty counter-protests, and you're terrible people. Right. But it is your fucking right, as an American in this country, to be able to protest right. what you do not agree with. It is your fucking right here. And it's crazy. This, this ain't fucking Russia, even though it might be soon. Soon, yeah. It's, I thought we were going to be China, man. I got to change my whole wardrobe now. It's just such a crazy Much irony colder. that all of this talk about college campuses and safe spaces and being politically correct is all coming to a head in the government legislating who can and can't say things mm-hmm. yeah. on college campuses. Like, is or that, anywhere at this point. Is that the world all these fucking right-wing comics wanted? Or comics who weren't right wing and then said some crazy shit and decided they were after when people got mad. <clears throat> like, is this, is it, are, are you happy now? Like, is this what you wanted? You wanted the government to come in and say, you can't be mad at Milo Yiannopoulos. Who, uh, who it's books- like, fuck you. Yeah, I can. Who books that? I'm sure Bill Maher uh, is thrilled. <laughs> yeah, fucking Bill Maher. HBO, keep him on the air forever. 
Remember when Bill Maher, I don't remember what Bill Maher said. He said the N-word. He called himself a house N-word. N-word. Oh, yeah. And people on the right were like, well, Democrats, are you going to call out Bill Maher? And we were all like, yeah, yeah. take him. You can yeah, have him. fuck him. Yeah. We do mm-hmm. not you like him. You can have that guy. We <laughs> do not like him. Have at it. That's like a right winger's like ultimate nightmare of what they think a liberal is. Like, oh yeah, like, for sure. Or I'm a certain kind of right. Like he was the liberal. He was the conservative's nightmare twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know now the future is female, and their worst nightmare is Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and the rest of the women right. in Congress. Like they are go who boy. That's Selma Hayek in cosplay. You can't tell me. This. <laughs> stop, it. stop it right now. Oh, but oh. <laughs> love so. That's our episode. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, this was this was fun. Mind freak five 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 message retracted. Ooh. I know. Ooh, I wonder boy. what. Oh. Probably giving away state secrets. Uh oh. So we should wrap this up so I can go order some goddamn Indian yeah, food. Yeah, and I gotta Indian go host food an on open deck. mic for yeah. a few hours. What do we have to plug? November thirtieth, Hollywood Hotel. November thirtieth. November. November. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, what? Yeah, guys, come on out this Thanksgiving. March thirtieth. <laughs> I can hear Kevin laughing at you from downstairs. <laughs> I don't. I did that on purpose. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. March thirtieth, Hollywood <laughs> Hotel, nine p.m. Saturday, unpop stand up show. Yeah. We still haven't booked everyone. Caitlin Cuts on it. Quincy's on it. I'm on it. I think Kevin Anderson's on it. I think I'm on it. Crystal Adams, Joe yeah. K. Yeah, so yeah, many you people. Had, right. We. Yeah. Okay. I'm not. I'm not trying to shoehorn myself into this show. We did talk <laughs> about this. We're figuring it out. But come out to that. It's free. Yeah. Also, uh, March 18th, I'm at Britannia Pub in Santa Monica, Ooh. telling jokes. And April 6th, I'm on Performing Under the Influence, also a Saturday, also free, also at the Hollywood Hotel, Man. also with Quincy Johnson. It's like we live together at this point. It is. <laughs> I'm not drinking right now, so I don't You're know what gross. I'm going to be able to do for PUI. I would I would like to do shrooms again. Yeah. I, I Last time I did like shrooms, that. after the PUI show, I stayed up all night and pitched Portugal the Man a... Spy Kids themed <laughs> magazine that they could insert into their albums. Uh, Hilarious. John seemed like he was into it, but I don't think he Hilarious. was. <laughs> I felt like it was a good idea. That's at the time. Feel it still is a very sixty spy sounding song. <laughs> so come out to all of that, Quincy. What do you got to plug, uh, guys? If you are in the Ventura area, I'll be at the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club this Sunday, the seventeenth. Uh, for St. Patrick's Day, come on out for that. That's at a say, 8 p.m. show. And then also on March 27th, that's a Wednesday, I'll be at the, Holly, uh, the Hollywood Improv with Blame Social Media. Bring that ass. Bye. Joe, what do you got? Oh, my God. Canteen Points uh, every week, every Thursday at the Good Night in North Hollywood. Please come out to that. Doors open at 7 o'clock, and then we start the show at 7.30. Uh, always a fun time. Many, many, many unpops, family, and guests. Could have seen me on it last the, week. Yeah, you could have. You could have. Many, many, many of the Unpops family and many Unpops guests are on the shows all the time. So come out to that. Other than that, you know, my social media at Joe Charles K, Twitter and Instagram. And uh, I don't know. If, I, I don't know what's going on with the podcast. It'll come. Well, I'll figure It'll it be out. back. I'll figure it out. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Joe, Alrighty. say goodbye. Bye. I love you. Quincy, say goodbye. Bye, people. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>